Hey everybody out there, Brian right here. Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't listened to any Season 2 episodes, welcome to 2019. Hope you're off to a great start this year, uh, your practice, your personal life. Hope everything's going great. Today we're going to talk about the psychology of five-star customer service and how you can crush your competition by thinking differently. For those of you who read my articles that come out in the Benson Koppel resource, uh, recently the article discussed this. It was the Q4 article And it discusses a lot of really cool things I think we're going to dive into today. A lot of psychology terms and a lot of misinformation about what five-star customer service actually is, the return on investment, how you accomplish it, et cetera, we're going to talk about today. And all of it you can apply to your business for our restaurant owners, our dental practice, ortho practice owners out there, all the other doctors that listen to us and all the other entrepreneurs out there that own their own business. All of this applies. And it's what the top best of the best do, as you know, we talk about on this podcast And we're going to dive deep into it today. And as you all know, we're launching our online store at mpguniversity.com or just our main company website, newpatientgroup.com. Just click on store in the main tabs above. And going to give you a promo code here to use to get a pretty large discount on anything you'd like to purchase. Uh, Initially, the store is going to focus on receptionist courses, uh, customer service, things like that. We're going to expand way out, put our whole program in there. So eventually, there'll be hundreds of things to purchase Uh, So use promo code SEASON2, EPISODE2. That is the promo code I want you to use. Again, SEASON2, EPISODE2 in the promo box there whenever you're purchasing and checking out on the store. And as SEASON2, EPISODE1 discussed, that promo code will be good for about two weeks following the launch of our store, which launches at the end of this month, January 2019. So that code will be good uh, for a good large discount for about two weeks after that. And before we get started, let's fire up the music. Welcome to the Dr. Diamond Club podcast, where doctors and other healthcare professionals crush their competition with innovative business, marketing, psychology, and entrepreneurial strategies. Learn how to better the patient experience, improve employee and management performance, and how to best increase conversions, efficiencies, referrals, profitability, revenue, and more. Learn from five-star customer service, psychology, business, and marketing gurus, top-producing clinicians, and the most successful entrepreneurs throughout a multitude of industries. Now your hosts, practicing doctor and president of OfficeAutomated.com, Robert Barton, and the CEO of New Patient Group, consultant and speaker for Align Technology, the makers of Invisalign, author for the Benson Koppel Resource, featured in the Dental Economics Ask the Expert section, and international five-star customer service guru and life coach with companies featured in Forbes, CNBC, The National Journal, and more, Brian Wright. everybody. Welcome inside the broadcast booth, riding solo today. And again, like I said in the intro, if this is the first time you've tuned in in 2019, hope your year's off to a great start and hope you had a great Christmas. My gosh, my kids uh, are three and one now and the one-year-old is going on two. So she's a lot closer to two than she is one. And man, I tell you what, you know what your parents feel like now with all the things they used to tell us or tell me how cool Christmas was back in the day. Uh, because they're at that age that's just perfect. They're into Christmas and it was just Christmas was such a blast and uh, very blessed and just honored to be able to spend it with family and just have a great time with, with the kids. And we recently moved into a new house. It was kind of a, a Christmas present for the family. Uh, it was a great time. And I hope you guys had a had a wonderful time with your families. And, you know, one of the things kind of off topic today that, you know, I want to run by everybody, it's hard to get back in the swing of things after the holidays. You know, once November hits, a lot of people get into holiday mode. And, you know, I, I do it too. So it's not, it's not just me speaking to everybody. This is a lesson for myself as well. It's hard to work just as hard in November and December as it is the rest of the year. And then when January hits, it's hard to get back into the swing of things. No doubt with our podcast, you know, with everything we have going on with uh, a company that's growing, husband, dad, uh, you know, CEO of New Patient Group, you know, host of this podcast, uh, speaker right now for Align as well as some other uh, of other things we have going on speaking wise, you know, with all that, it's hard to get in the broadcast booth and start pumping out content again. And it's just something though, that is a necessity uh, to not only grow in the business, but it's also what we teach. You know, we can't go around preaching to business owners that you have to produce content in today's day and age. You've got to stick with it. It's not easy. 
if we don't do it ourselves. So just a, just a reminder to get back in the swing of things, work as hard as you did. And next year, or excuse me, at the end of this year, what you really want to do, November and December is a great way to set yourself up for success for the following year. Because while everybody else tunes it out, and I'm not saying you got to work 24-7 and ruin your holidays. That's not what I'm saying. However, it, it needs to be a situation where you're really planning on how the following year is going to set you up for success. So meanwhile, your competition tunes it out. You're doing that prep work uh, that's so that's so necessary to succeed. What we're going to talk about today is five-star customer service, which is an enormously, you guys have heard this, if you listen to this podcast regularly, some of this will be repetitive, but there's going to be a lot of new things for you that I think will be really cool to get your mind thinking differently. And that's what, of course, we teach. With our MPG clientele, we teach you to think differently. We want you doing it the opposite of everybody else. That is how you grow, especially the more competitive the space is that you exist. And hey, look, for us, there's a trillion consultants out there for people to choose from. One of the reasons why, you know, we always tell people we're not consultants. We're going to be lumped in there, but we are intended to become a division of your operation that is there for life. You are bringing aboard executive level talent to do your website, digital presence, employee training, management training that latches onto your business as is constantly providing you the growth strategies, the implementation strategies, accountability, et cetera, to make things work. That is one of many of our value propositions for people that go, look, that makes sense to me. I'm tired of flying my team to a facility and coming back and nothing gets done. Or, you know, I'm tired of having all these great ideas. Team won't carry it out. Or the team going, golly, I wish we could get the doctor to change and the doctor won't change. All these things hamper your ability to grow. And it doesn't mean that you can't grow, but it definitely means you will always have that hole or holes in the boat. So that is our value proposition. It's no different from you guys. When there's 20 practices in your community, you have to do things differently. And there's no postcards on the planet. There's no outside your door advertising on the planet that accomplishes that. It doesn't exist. However, paying somebody to go do a postcard campaign, hoping you get a couple patients from it is easy. That's an easy way. Okay, what we talk about is a little bit more difficult way because you have to have the consistency. All the things that humans struggle with is what we come inside your practice to help you with. And that's no different than what you have to provide your employees. And because you cannot accomplish five-star customer service without those things, the accountability, because five-star customer service applies to literally every single, and gosh, this is such a misunderstood term. Because I hear so many, yeah, we want five-star customer service training. You know, how long? Is that like a month or two months? Or, you know, what do we talk about? Five-star customer service applies to literally every single thing your operation has to offer. From your website, to your social media, to how people answer the phones, to how they present money, to how the colors on your wall look, to how your waiting room is set up, to how you speak in the doctor exam, how the office manager speaks, how you speak to your employees. In everything in between, your patient experience, it's hundreds of things that occur every single day inside your operation relates to five-star customer service. It is such a misunderstood term. And psychology experts, customer service and psychology experts for years, for years have been saying that without psychology expertise, without the consumer psychology expertise, it is literally impossible for customer service, five-star customer service to exist at a business. They've been saying that for years, and they are right, and we're going to dive into a lot of reasons why today, but you have to think about this is that all these tweaks that you can make customer service-wise to how you speak as a doctor, how you speak as a leader, if you're a doctor listening out there or all the other entrepreneurs we have listening out there that you own your own business, you will not achieve five-star customer service for your clientele, patients, customers, whatever it is you call them, if you don't run your operation right internally. Forget internally to your clientele, your respective clientele. I'm talking direct to the employees, and there's two types. There's you to your employees, and there are your employees and you to your respective clientele. They're two very different things, okay? And they both have to be functioning at high levels if you want to achieve the five-star customer service. And it's the reason why very few companies achieve it. Very few companies achieve it. Also, and if you haven't heard me talk about this before, it's important, we need to dive in today to what the definition of five-star customer service actually is. And simply put, it's when your business receives what it wants from its respective clientele, patients, customers, again, whatever you call them. Meanwhile, 
Your clientele believe they got what they wanted from you and your organization. That's the definition. Now think about that for a second. That means both sides win. And see, there's one way to accomplish that because the second they hit your digital presence, the second they get to your website, if you have the same cut and paste content that hundreds of other websites have, if you have just a boring website with stock images that's not you and your team, because on your site, it should be all you. Stock images, throw them in the toilet. That worked five years ago. It doesn't work anymore. People want a custom experience and there's so much competition that you have to do things differently. When they hit your website, it should be all you. A video should be there of you saying, hey, welcome to our website. This is Dr. So-and-so. Let me show you around. And then they get to your Invisalign page and it's, hey, this is Dr. So-and-so. Thanks for visiting our Invisalign page. Let me tell you what separates us from everybody else. See, that is what has to happen. That's five-star customer service. Why? Because again, it helps you get what you want. You're going to convert them at higher levels to call your practice. Meanwhile, they got what they want, that custom experience that's different than all the other websites that they visited. And you can check it out. You go to newpatientgroup.com. That's exactly how our website is. Every single page, it's either me or one of my team members. And that's how it has to be. And we're actually, this year, going to take it to a whole nother level because we're opening our store at mpguniversity.com where you're going to be able to get certification courses and everything else directly on our store. And it's very popular already so far since we launched it because you can get this help instantly. Log into an LMS and have it for life. And the point is, is that our store is going to be a customized experience as well. You're not going to see stock images or anything like that. Again, practicing what we preach. But back to the definition of five-star customer service. Because of the definition, that is why... It literally applies to everything from the verbiage of your team, the verbiage on your website, to the new patient call, to the financial presentation, and everything in between is related to whether or not you're ever going to achieve five-star customer service. It is the ultimate, the ultimate form of internal marketing. And you've heard me say this many times, internal marketing produces a larger return on investment than all other marketing efforts combined. However, and however on two things, however, it's a slower burn. It takes work. It takes accountability, consistency, the things that people struggle with, which again is why New Patient Group exists, among other reasons. However, it also is the least invested in by all business owners. Forget just doctors and healthcare, restaurants, all the other entrepreneurs listening out there. It is an epidemic everywhere in the practice and everywhere else. It just drives me crazy because you could hand the silver platter of success to people and they still like, eh, no thanks. I'm going to go outside my doors. That's what I feel I need. So no matter what you explain to people on becoming the Ritz Carlton, becoming Starbucks, becoming all those companies that rule their respective professions, they all have done it. Not from outside advertising. Outside advertising hasn't done squat for them. Now, sure. Is it nice to do outside advertising once you're an expert internally? Sure. But you don't have to. That's the beauty of it. You'll never have to. Because it's the least invested in by business owners no matter what information is out there. And it's so important never before because if you've heard me speak, if you've come to the Align Practice Development Workshops, uh, the Inner Circle, any of these other events been speaking at, I've used a study lately a lot. And it's the Harris Interactive study that talks about how 88% of consumers choose and remain, choose and remain with a business because of the quality of their customer service rather than the quality of their goods, their treatments, or their services. And this, this study, this is so cool because I, I love looking stuff up like this. There was actually the other day, um, I had a friend of mine that's with Align Technology send me, uh, she texted me this picture about how Chick-fil-A is taking over the industry and they're taking over by using the psychology principle of liking, of politeness, and it's thank yous and pleases and your welcomes and my pleasures and things like this. Exactly what we teach, mostly in the healthcare profession. We've talked about it here. We do have clientele in the, in the financial industry, restaurants, things like that. But of course, the, the vast majority of our clientele exists in orthodontics, uh, dentistry, and some other alternative specialties as well. And it's because five-star customer service helps every single type of business, but you have to think about it differently. Most people, when they hear five-star customer service, they don't think of how you present money to people, but it absolutely applies, which is our, our financial expert 
growth program is basically what it is. Our financial expert presentation, how you present money, how you help control respectfully the doctor if you're a TC in orthodontics. If you're a financial expert in a GP practice, how do you do it? How do you present money properly? All of that stuff relates to five-star customer service because, again, the definition. No different than the new patient phone call. And how that new patient phone call literally can convince a patient to be a part of your operation for life, or if you're an orthodontic practice, purchase from you for life, or purchase from you, excuse me, on the very first appointment. It's how it all ties together. There's nothing in your operation that doesn't relate back to five-star customer service. And this study that talks about how 88% of consumers remain with the business because of the quality of their customer service over the quality of the goods. What I've been teaching business owners for two decades all over the world, regardless of profession. You know, and why the clientele that have been clients of my companies and why my companies personally have been so successful is because of the five-star customer service and how it relates to every aspect of your business. And each one leads to the next step. And it proves true that people buy because of how you make them feel. They don't buy because, oh, you have the best food in the world. Now, obviously that helps, you know, and I think a lot of times it gets miscued when we talk about, you know, I don't want doctors to be insulted, you know, say, oh, this guy's saying that my clinical expertise doesn't matter. That's not true. It absolutely matters. We'll dive into more why. Ideally, you're the best clinician on the planet and you offer the best five-star customer service experience. I, that's ideal. But the facts are, the facts are, whether you want to hear it or not, that the best experience beats, defeats, whatever you want to say, the best clinician in today's competitive marketplace. And that study proves it. That study proves it. The better clinician gets beat by the better experience because consumers purchase how you make them feel. They purchase you. They don't know what they don't know, and we're going to dive into that today. They don't know what they don't know. And meeting expectations, guys, that's the thing. If you're proud that you, oh, we met the the customer's expectations, you failed. That may have worked five, ten years ago. Today, you have to exceed people's expectations literally every single touch point they have with your operation. From the time they hit your website to the time they see posts on social media to the time they call your operation and Susie, Betty, Timmy, whoever answers the phone, you have to exceed their op. You have to exceed everything, everything that they would otherwise expect. Now, the beauty of it in healthcare is the consumer's expectations are not high. And this, please do not take as an insult. But it's not like people have been going from the time they were a kid to the pedo practice or their family physician, or if they shopped around to five orthodontic practices before calling yours, they went to a couple GP practices. It's not like they're walking into the Ritz-Carlton. And that is why, if you understand the psychology of customer service, your organization will kick everyone else's butt. Because again, postcards, radio, TV, all of that stuff doesn't do anything. Does it get your phones to ring more? Yeah, it can help. But none of it helps all combined anywhere near what this does and the topic that we're talking about today. Because if you're the organization in healthcare, and again, applying to the restaurant owners listening out there and everybody else, this very much applies to you as well. But it's really more than anything applies to healthcare because this type of training is not normal. It's not normal that you walk in as a patient to a practice that does 30 minutes to an hour of customer service training every week. That is very abnormal. That's what our clients do. It's an ongoing basis because it's an ongoing journey to perfect it. It's never perfected. It's an ongoing journey to keep getting better. And again, that's what the finest organizations do. But see... That is the unique opportunity and why we've done other podcasts about why competition's great, especially in certain professions like healthcare. Because the things we're talking about, if you become experts at it and your organization actually accomplishes it, you destroy people because their expectations going in aren't even that high because of all, they know what they know. Consumers, you know, that image, radiation from the x-ray machine, sitting in the waiting room for 20 minutes, having the front desk girl on the phone when you're standing there, you know, having people not make eye contact when you walk in. All of these things are the images that people have of practices out there. And whether or not you believe your practice is like that or not, it does not matter. Because people walking into your organization already have the mental image 
of what they think your practice is. Now, all of this, again, outside advertising, not only doesn't accomplish it, but look, it's all done through hardcore, rigorous management employee training and then accountability. That's how you accomplish it on an ongoing basis. That's why our practice virtual platform exists, among other reasons, to provide those things. And Starbucks, guys, is a perfect example with Starbucks University. That's what our practice virtual is mimicked off of, along with other companies as well, with our own ideas obviously put in there. That's what Robert is. For those of you who have never listened to our program before, the other co-host of this podcast that's on quite frequently with me, he's the president of OfficeAutomated.com. And that is our practice virtual platform. And the platform is absolutely amazing. I use it for my company and I look at it and I go, how could anybody see this and not buy it instantly? It is the ultimate in how to run a business effectively. And it's why Starbucks has Starbucks University. Ritz Carlton has Carlton University. Walt Disney has Disney University. It's no different than all of those. We just happen to call it practice virtual. But it's a communication tool to make you and your employees better and hold you accountable to it to make sure it's implemented and remain implemented. It does other stuff too. And the reason why I bring this up is because that's exactly how Starbucks, they're a perfect example. One, they're a perfect example because their coffee is below average on its absolute finest day ever. Their coffee is still below average. It's really not even good, but they rule the coffee world. It goes back to the consumer study. Almost 90% of consumers are a part of something because of how you make them feel. Starbucks makes you feel a certain way. Their people are trained in a very specific way. So, so very important that people understand this because it's so overlooked. Starbucks isn't Starbucks because their product is the best, their service is the best, their whatever it is. It's not. It's their customer service is the best. And it's the best for among many reasons, but one, because of their Starbucks University platform that houses their entire operation in one singular location from a clock in to video library training on how you do everything, on how you treat people, how you hold them accountable to the training. The list goes on and on. That's why they're the best. They train better than all the other coffee shops out there. I was in a coffee shop the other day. We visited a client over in D.C., and we went, in, we went into this place. I don't even remember the name of it now. It was just across the street from their practice. And by no means was the coffee fabulous, but the coffee was definitely better than Starbucks coffee. Wasn't even close. But you could tell going in there and just being in there that the experience wasn't the same. The people weren't trained the same. Other things too. But see, that's the difference. If you're a practice or an organization out there looking to scale, the number one way to do it is ensure your people are all trained the exact same way to carry out every single system in your whole operation the exact same way. They don't get to do it themselves. Oh, I want to present this way. And another person says, I'm going to present money this way. And I'm going to answer the phones this way. And all the organizations out there that we've ever mystery called, there's no, there's no standards. So the practices that even have 500 locations, if they standardize their systems better, they'd have 2,000 locations. No different if you're a one practice trying to become two or a two trying to become five or if you're just you. All of this stuff applies because it applies every aspect of your organization. And see, employees, and this is not, if the employees listening out there, not a criticism, okay? This is not a criticism because honestly, doctors and other business owners out there, see, it's all about changing the factory settings that you come with, all right? When you hire people, whether it be a waiter at a restaurant an ortho assistant, dental assistant, receptionist, treatment coordinator, financial expert, list goes on and on. When you hire them, the factory settings that they come with does not include five-star customer service expertise, does not include it. Now, they may have flown to somebody's facility one day and got a couple-day training, but that's the problem with the consultant model. It's why we created New Patient Group. Because going to someone's facility for two days or an all-day, you know, whatever the event is about, and you thinking you're going to come back and be good at any of it is inaccurate. You may implement 5% of it, and that 5%, you won't even do it at this highest levels unless there's repetitive training on it. But the point to all of this is, is those factory settings have to be changed. They have to be altered. 
You have got to install the culture, the ongoing training to change the factory settings into five-star customer service experts. Because when you do, you're going to destroy everybody. And that, again, the Chick-fil-A report that came out. I, I love giving these real life, and I'm, I'm so glad uh, my friend over at Align Technology sent me the, the text because she knows uh, how much I talk about this stuff. And a lot of times, even when you talk about it, even when you give the Harris Interactive study, and Harris Interactive is a great way to get statistics. But even when you do this stuff, people are still like, oh, God, I've been told, I just feel like I got to do outside advertising. More people need to know about us. That's why you've got to have the internal, right? Because if you have to do the outside stuff, well, then it means your patients aren't referring to you like they otherwise would if you were a five-star customer service expert. But I love she sent me that study on Chick-fil-A because that study is exactly what we preach. It's what I preach all over the world. It's what New Patient Group preaches. It's what we teach is a fact that the please, thank yous, your welcomes, the halo effect, the reciprocity, all these hundreds of psychology terms that we implement into the practice environment is why people buy from you. It's why your website converts or doesn't convert. It's why there's just so many companies in healthcare offering their services to practices that don't have consumer psychology expertise. And don't take my word for it. There's hundreds of quotes about without consumer psychology expertise, you literally cannot provide a high-level five-star customer service experience. It's not possible. And there's things that get overlooked that we're going to dive into psychology-wise here in just a moment. And like I said before, it doesn't mean that your clinical abilities don't matter. They absolutely matter because that is a part of a five-star customer service experience, okay? But your clinical abilities matter in a different way than you probably think they do. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But I just look, every practice out there listening right now, you lose opportunities. From your website to the new patient call to the way money's presented and everywhere in between. You lose opportunities because you're not accomplishing the definition of five-star customer service when you get what you want. Meanwhile, your patients, your clients, they get what they want. And until you're able to accomplish that for literally every single aspect of your organization, you're losing millions without even knowing it. Which again, we've heard us talk about it before, is why our employee performance indicator courses exist. Because those are intended to show you the lost opportunities that you don't currently know are happening. So, so very important. Now, your clinical abilities, and it's a little different. If you're an orthodontist listening, your clinical abilities matter so much, but they matter at the end of treatment, after somebody's already bought. That's when they matter. Because if somebody looks in the mirror and they smile, and their smile's not the way they want, guess what? Even if it's their fault because they didn't wear the trays right if they're Invisalign, whatever the case, it's still on you. And you know that. Patients blame you for everything, even when they're not compliant. It's no different than any company, though. Our clients, if they don't listen and they don't implement something and they don't succeed like they otherwise should, or they don't help hold their employees accountable to the training and they don't succeed while they otherwise should, who do you think they blame? Themselves or us? Us. We have to turn around and say, look, you didn't wear your clear aligners right. It's your fault, not ours got to give a little reality accountability check back to management. That again is the difference between a consultant and what we do. We'll always be lumped into that consultant approach, but the facts are we're not because you're hiring us to be a part of you. And our clientele love that because they always have those people that know the organization. They're not going anywhere. So if we feel management is not doing what we're teaching them in order to help run a better organization, we're on management. And that is why this whole thing works with our company. But those orthodontists out there listening, you guys, into treatment is what matters, not before. They're not buying your clinical expertise before. GPs, a little bit different. Of course it matters at the end, but you guys, if you don't hurt people, you could put the worst crown in the history of mankind in my mouth right now. If you don't hurt me and I love the experience, you're God. So hard to hear as a clinician. 
Because I'm not coming in buying your, the quality of your materials. Now, I hope you use the best materials, but that's not something, and that's something I think about because I'm in the profession, but that's not something most people think about. They want a good price, a great experience, and don't hurt me. That's what they're buying. You accomplish those three things, you're golden. Now, if you happen to be an amazing clinician on top of that, you're even more golden. But they're not buying where you went to school or how high you graduated in your class or what a good rotator you are of bicuspids. That's not what they're buying. They're buying you, your personality. Do they like you? Do they like your front desk girl? How was she on the new patient call? They're buying your TC's personality. Everything else in between, that's why they're buying. And that's why that's related to five-star customer service. Now look, what we're about to dive into now is going to give you a very unique opportunity to crush your competition. Just the mindset that we're talking about already gives you that unique ability. Because if you're the organization that's constantly getting help to become better internally, you cannot be beat. Is it going to happen tomorrow? No. Like I said, it's a slower burn. You do a postcard campaign, maybe you get eight patients from it this month. You do radio, maybe you get five new patients from it this month. Maybe you close one or two of them. But this is something that sets you up to be successful for life. And then when you do TV, then when you do radio, then when you do postcards, if you choose to do it, now instead of closing five out of eight, now you close eight out of eight. Or instead of closing two out of seven, now you close six out of seven. And that is that inside-out approach that we always talk about. You've got to focus on the right things. And 2019's got to be that year and moving forward that you do. Now, there are many reasons why people choose an experience over the quality of their goods, services, treatments, etc. And the facts are, and this is, I'm a big believer of this. The facts are, are few people are experts at what they're buying. And that goes for everybody listening, okay? Forget just the clinical realm. Few people are really experts. And I I love this example, but there's so many examples we could use, okay? The one I used in the article I wrote that just came out uh, for the Benson Coppola in Q4 2018 talks about, look, if you're going to get your carpet steam cleaned, okay, you really want them cleaned by the best of the best. How much of an expert are you in any of that? How much are an expert are the technologies they use to steam carpets? How are you an expert in the machines they use or analyzing the carpet after it's done? How much of an expert are you in any of that stuff? How do you know that they did it at a level that they should? And the answer is, is you're probably not an expert in those things. You read reviews online. You may ask a couple people, that have used them. You may go to their website and read. You may do some other homework, but the facts are none of that makes you an expert at steam cleaning carpets. None of it. But what you are an expert in is how that company treated you. They could have done a horrible job. It's why there's a lot of companies out there that are just absolutely fabulous at advertising. Then you come aboard and they're terrible. There's other companies out there that aren't so good at advertising But if they're lucky enough to get a client, then they treat you like royalty. See, it's all about how they make you feel. If that carpet company did a horrible job but treated you like a rock star, you will use them again because you don't know if they did a horrible job. Now, if there's stains in your carpet and they don't get the stains out, obviously I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the steam clean that's supposed to get down to the roots of the carpet, get out all the stuff that you can't see, you can't even smell. And unless you're a true expert, you have no idea if they're good. So you buy their experience. And it goes into everything. Your practice, patients read reviews. They talk to their friends. They read stuff on your website, but none of that makes them a clinical expert. None of it. You know, they think they come prepared, but they still don't know anything about moving teeth or putting in a crown or the materials of the crown or why the technologies at your office are fabulous They don't know that stuff, and frankly, they don't even care. If they cared, talk about this in the article, talk about this when I speak a lot, if they cared, a new patient phone call would go something like this. Um, Yeah, new patient group, how may I help you? Uh, Yeah, I'm searching for an orthodontist, and I'm looking for one that's the best rotator of a bicuspid, and I'm really looking for one that's the highest educated, 
you know, where did your doctor go to school and where did they graduate in their class? And tell me more about your x-ray machine. How much did that cost and where did you get it from? And, you know, why is it better than the person down the street? Can you tell me more about those things? (laughs) And obviously, your receptionist does not take calls like that. But if your patients were experts at what it is you were selling them, you would receive calls like that. You're a GP practice. You don't receive calls. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the best material of a crown. And I also want to know um, how many cases your doctor has done with crowns. And I would like to see some testimonials on the pain-free experience. And you don't get stuff like that. You guys get calls like, tell me what the appointment looks like. Do you do Invisalign? How much do you charge? What's your insurance? Do you take my insurance? Those are the calls you get. Which, by the way, your receptionist has to be five-star customer service experts to be able to answer any of them properly by speaking what we call the consumer language. See, this is why, again, it goes back to people buying the experience over the goods because they're not experts at the goods. The tricky part becomes, talk about this, and this article, by the way, guys, if you also want to read this article, it's on our blog. And if you're an orthodontist out there and you have the Benson Koppel resource, just read it in there. But we have it on the blog because I think it'd be good for you guys for repetition purposes to go back and actually read this. Print it out. Have it. Make your employees read it. Have your employees read it. It's important that the whole organization have this mindset. The tricky part about all this is today's consumer. And when I say that, and (laughs) this is a podcast in itself, it's an article in itself, Today's consumer, of course, it's millennials and younger than that too. But guys, it's everybody. All right, don't be, oh, these millennials, they're destroying my pride. I hear it all the time. And actually, it's you that's doing it, not the millennials. You just have to understand them and be able to treat them in a little bit different way. So don't blame the millennials. It's you that don't know how to communicate to them properly to get them what it is you want them to do, whether it be your own employees or whether it be a patient walking through your doors. That's why you have to be a consumer expert. Because if you were an expert, you wouldn't be complaining about millennials. You'd be loving it because you'd be closing them left and right over the competition that has no clue how to close them. That's why all this stuff inside your doors, which is all related to internal marketing, makes the difference to crush your competition. Everybody views customer service differently. Everybody. And I use a restaurant example for a second. When my wife and I go out to eat, We want to sit there and relax and drink wine. It's all about the experience. We want to drink a glass of wine. We'll get a couple appetizers. We'll munch on those for a while. We're not even looking at the menu, even thinking about ordering for probably an hour. We're there to hang out, have a good time, relax. That's an experience to us. Now, when we go to dinner with my wife's family, my wife was actually kind of like this in the beginning when we met. So I've, I thank goodness I've kind of converted her. <laughs> that would be a problem. You know, wife wants to get in and out and husband wants to sit there for three hours. You know, how do you make that work, right? But her family, guys, oh my gosh. Her family gets to the table. Waiter comes. They want to order right away. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. But that's a great experience to them. To us, to me, it's not. Now, what I'm not talking about is trying to please everybody. It's not what I'm talking about. What I'm trying to get across to you is, is that I, I always ask the question, do you have a good patient experience? You'll say, yeah. I said, well, how many do you offer? What do you mean, how many do we offer? Well, do you have two or three different types of experiences? No, we just offer one. I say, okay. So if you're a restaurant, explain to me how your one experience pleases my wife's family and mine. Explain that, and nobody can. Because the reality of the situation is, it can't. C A N apostrophe T. It can't. It cannot satisfy both. And today, more than ever before, you have to have a customized experience to the type consumer you are scheduling. Have to do it. And people say, well, how do you do that? How in the world before they even come in, you even know we're about to talk about it. Now you have to have our clients. We actually teach three experiences. Now they can call it whatever they want, but we call it the wine and dine, the VIP express and the virtual. Our patient virtual app is a great way to carry out the virtual because it allows for a virtual consult. Now, there's ways to do it. There's ways to do it legally. But there's a whole host of people out there that love it. 
It benefits your practice in all kinds of ways. A story for another time. But once you get two experiences installed in your practice, this is the way, and this is again, five-star customer service. Why? Because it gets you what you want. Meanwhile, it gets the patient what they want. Now, on the new patient call, once you have two installed, it goes as simple as this during the scheduling portion. Now, Mr. Wright, we're proud to offer you two great experiences here at the practice. Our patients love both, but we want to make sure you get the experience you want. So we have what we call our wine and dine. This will be where you're going to spend a little bit more time with the doctor. Uh, You're going to meet the whole staff here. Uh, We're going to walk you around, give you a great tour of the facility, talk about our technologies that help separate us from other people, or we have what we call our VIP Express. This is just simply more streamlined, a little bit less time with the doctor. We're going to get you in and out quicker. Now, both are set up in a way so you can start day one. Which do you prefer? Now, that's tailored to an orthodontic practice, obviously. But see, now it gives my wife's family, now you please them, it gives me, my family, You please us. I'm the wine and dine guy. If you don't make me feel like a rock star and spend an enormous amount of time with me, you have no chance of me buying. However, what I realize, and this is something we teach, you can't have bias. See, this is a problem, especially like in the TC room. If your TC presents money, they're always going to do it in a biased fashion because they're going to do it in favor the way they buy in their own real life. It's just the facts. Every TC that I've ever come across does it. It's no different than this. See, if you're a doctor and you're a wine and dine person, see, that doesn't mean that your people calling you are. So you can't influence the decision-making based on how you want it to happen. You have to let them tell you. And see, that's something that I've taught for a long time via every aspect of the organization because I'm the wine and dine guy. However, I realize I'm becoming the minority. I used to be the majority. Now I'm not. The, The majority now is get me in and out as fast as you possibly can. Streamline it. Make me see that it's streamlined and efficient. Give me an affordable price. I'm going to buy from you if you do that. That's the majority now. But if you, the doctor, don't like that type of experience and you, oh gosh, these millennials or, you know, these, these older, even the older people now want a lot of this. I just don't understand it. We're not going to do it. See, that's not being an entrepreneur. That's being something else first instead of an entrepreneur first as a consumer expert. It gives you, and that's why this gives you a unique ability because if they're calling two, three practices, four or five, whatever the number is, your competition is not doing this. They're not doing it. And their new patient telephone call, I can promise you, is not going well. And this is one small, small, tiny, tiny little example of how you install a five-star customer service experience into your organization on the front end. Very small. Now, our receptionist training course that's on our mpguniversity.com, our store, has, I think, about 18 videos, 18 courses just on five-star customer service. That doesn't even include all the other modules within that course. How to take control, you know, our six steps of the new patient call. There's tons upon tons. But see, that's how many five-star customer service tactics, tips, techniques that you can put into just the new patient phone call to not only convert them at higher levels by giving them a better experience, but also getting them prepared to buy from you day one. Is it possible? It absolutely is possible. Your receptionists are the key to them buying from you day one. They either set you up for failure or set you up for success. And that customized experience is so, so very important. And I want to talk about a couple psychology reasons why. The first one is the halo effect. All right, let me talk about the halo effect for just a second. The halo effect is the psychology behind the cognitive bias in which our overall impression of a person and or a business influences how we feel and think about the entire whole. Basically what it says is if you like part of the whole, the psychology says you will automatically like the entire whole. But it also says if you dislike part of the whole, the psychology says you will automatically dislike the entire whole, okay? Such as if you have a bad meal at a restaurant, psychology says you're automatically going to think all of their food is bad. That's an example. That's the halo effect. If you buy a car, even if that company that made that car made 20,000 of them and 19,999 of them were perfect, but you got the one that was the lemon, you are going to think 
all of those cars stink and along as, as well as that company. That's what this talks about. And the halo effect and the reason why five-star customer service applies to literally every single aspect of your organization. Because the halo effect is in full effect in your organization because the moment that consumer, that person has initial contact with your organization, that could be if they went to your website first. That could be if they saw a post on Facebook that took them to your website. Maybe they refer, were referred and they called your, your practice. Maybe they didn't do any. Maybe they just were walking by and they said, hmm, let me go check this place out. All of that is the part of the whole. Your website and how it functions, its functionality, speed, interaction, engagement, the content, can make or break how they feel about your entire organization, almost to the point where it will keep them from even calling you to begin with. If they call your practice and Betty answers, Susie, make-believe names, and they're boring, dull, rude, or even if they're none of those things, but the call just is kind of blah, which by the way, every call in healthcare is. Don't take it as an insult. We do hundreds of mystery calls, and I have yet in the history of my career to every mystery call, ever mystery call a practice and get off that mystery call or listen to it by one of my callers and go, wow, that was great. I am bought into that organization. Man, that lady's proud of where she works. Never once. And the practices and the doctors, listen, if you're listening and you think that your customer service is great, wake up. Wake up. If you think that your new patient call is going great, wake up. You're always the doctors. The doctors that always think these things are not an issue in their organization are always the ones where it is. And the reason is, is those doctors don't see value in blocking the time to train their people. So therefore, they have people who do these things every day that get no ongoing, no training pretty much, period, but especially the ongoing training to actually make it work. These things are not easy. I hear it from doctors. Oh, God. They've been trained in these things for three months and they're still not worrying. It's three months. You're changing factory settings of people that have little to no expertise at all in these things. People in the commercial world practice their whole lives to be awesome at this stuff. I cannot emphasize this enough. Every touch point a patient has with you and your team impacts how they view your entire organization, everything. Maybe the phone call goes great, but they show up and they have to wait 10, 15, 20 minutes. See, every step leads to the next in order to accomplish this halo effect because every part leads to the entire whole and each part is the next step of the appointment. This goes for your existing patients too, why we have a whole existing patient experience as well. You can't sell somebody, get them through the door, and then treat them like you know what. They've got to be treated like a rock star too. And it's not easy to treat both the newbies and the existing ones well. That's not easy. That's a real art. But every touch point can destroy the next. Or even better, every touch point can help the next person be successful. I talk about this all this time. Whenever the TCs, we hear, oh, our TC just has horrible treatment acceptance. Or it's just not that good. Maybe not, it's horrible. But the thing is, is that's where a lot of times the mindset stops. Where my mind goes and what we teach is, is well, how well is that TC set up for success? Is that patient already bought the experience by the time they sat down with a TC? Because I promise you, no matter how bad your TC is, if their acceptance is low, it means that you set your TC up for failure. Now that doesn't mean your TC doesn't need work. That's why we have our whole financial expert training course. They need a lot of work because they're presenting money to people every day and they could not get a job doing the equivalent of the same job anywhere outside your practice in the commercial world. Even though it's a commercial job, it's not a clinical one. That mindset is what our clients are so well. They realize that all these jobs, 80, 90% of every single thing that occurs inside the environment in a practice every single day has nothing to do with clinical expertise at all. Knowing the clinical can help But there's also knowing the clinical can actually hurt, which is a whole nother presentation in itself. And it's why all of these things, why the employee training, management training, all of this stuff is so important and why it is fail-proof. You can never fail by providing a better experience for your people. 
both from you to your employees and from you and the employees to your patients. You can't fail. Does that mean you're going to grow $3 million? No, you could. We've had clients that do it. Does that mean that you're going to grow 800,000 year one? No, but we've had clients that have done it. But every single client we've ever had is in a better position than they were the day we, we came aboard because of what we're talking about. You can never go wrong by constantly training your people to be five-star customer service experts. If you buy into the fact, because I'm a big believer in this, that the better you treat people, the more production and sales you're going to have. But if your focus is on the production and the sales like so many people's is, then you're missing the point. You're missing the boat here. Because the production, that's like wins in sports. It's a result of everything else occurring in your operation, which is why production really doesn't even matter. Of course you need to know it. Everybody does. But you're better off knowing all the stats that like our employee performance indicator course teaches. You're better off knowing all those and having no clue what your production is. Because the production takes care of itself at that point. You want to increase $300,000? The way to do it is this, what we're talking about today. It's training yourself and your people to be experts on things that you don't come experts with expertise in. And again, it's not a criticism. But that's the way you do it. Because all of this, it goes from the halo effect to the power of reciprocity. You've heard us talk about this a lot. There's two types of reciprocity that we're about to get into. And reciprocity is the social norm of responding to a positive action with another positive action. It's basically simply the psychology of how people are more likely to return the favor when you provide them something of value first. First, not at the end, first, up front. How much value can you provide up front and throughout an experience in order for them to return the favor at the end? Now, the more value you offer up front, the better. You know, if you hand me a stick of gum when I walk through your doors and another practice hands me a nice branded coffee mug, that's the good kind, with a bunch of goodies inside of it, who offered more value? Even if you don't like coffee, the coffee mug is still more value than the stick of gum. So reciprocity is all about how much you offer on the front end in order to get a return favor on the end. And that is back to the five-star customer service definition. It allows you to get what you want. It allows the patient to give what you want because all of this and why the experts say customer service is absent from a business without the consumer psychology expertise is this is a perfect example. The halo effect is a perfect example. But your practice out there, if you do a new patient gift, what most practices do is they either don't give one or they give one at the end of the new patient appointment or if the patient starts treatment, they'll do a getting started treatment gift. When the reciprocity of it all says that that should be done the moment the new patient walks through your door. That's how it should be done. Now, if you don't know what reciprocity is and how it relates to psychology and customer service, you'll give it at the end. But if you know the psychology, you understand that you would give it up front. Now, if you give it up front and that's the only thing you do differently with your organization, is it somehow going to grow you $5 million over the next few years? The answer is absolutely not. However, it's still going to provide your people with a better experience. So you win either way. And yes, it will have an impact in certain circumstances on closing people at higher levels. But that's why you want to combine it with everything from how you do social media to how you do your website to how you speak on the phones to how you speak everywhere in between leading up to and including the financial presentation. All of that included reciprocity. It includes the halo effect, reciprocity, and tons, tons more of psychology terms that we teach and some of them you've heard here on this podcast show. Now, there's two types. Of reciprocity. There's trumpeted and surprise. Okay, surprise is, is pretty simple. Let me give you an example. So this Christmas, this is in the article too. This Christmas, I've been thinking about buying my mom a new car. Since my dad died many years ago, you know, she's been on her own. Uh, she's had the same car and it's a nice one, but it's old. Got a lot of miles on it. So I've been thinking about surprising her with a new car. Now it's going to be a used new car, not going out and buying her a new, as much as she probably wants it. I'm not going to get a Ferrari or something. 
So hopefully if I buy her a used car, she'll be happy. I can just see that now. Buy her a brand new, quote unquote, brand new used Lexus or something and her going, no, I don't want this. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a bad situation. I wouldn't like that. But I'm thinking about it in two different ways. Do I tell her I'm going to do it? Have her come with me to pick it out? That would be an example of trumpeted reciprocity. Or do I surprise her with it, do everything quote-unquote behind her back and sneaky, so I surprise her with it Christmas morning? That would be surprise reciprocity. Okay? And it very much applies to things in your practice. An easy example of trumpeted reciprocity, there's a lot more, but as you, the doctor, if you tell your patient you're going to do something and you keep your word and you do it, that's trumpeted reciprocity. You just accomplished it. Now, it can work the opposite. If you don't keep your word, that's a serious issue from a psychological standpoint. Because again, back to the halo effect, if you don't keep your word, automatically, psychologically, that consumer, that patient, that person, whatever you want to call it, is automatically likely to think that about, well, I can't trust this whole organization. You call an 800 number, bad customer service experience with whoever that answers, automatically their customer service, the whole organization stinks. That is why your people in addition to you, are so important. So important. Because you could be great. Receptionists could be great. TC stinks. Halo effect and full effect, they think the whole organization does. That's the issue. Everybody has to be trained to carry it out the same way. You can't have Joe and Bobby carrying it out one way, Nancy, Susie carrying out another. You can forget accomplishing the psychology of five-star customer service when you do that. It will not happen. Now, the surprise reciprocity like I was talking about with the new patient gift, the new patient gift needs to be provided the moment the new patient walks through the door. You can take that tip back and implement it immediately into your practice. Now, it can be anything. Don't be the person that, yeah, we got to get the perfect gift and it's going to take two years to do it. No, find something in your office, start it tomorrow and at least do something. Then make it better and better and better. But remember, some of the CEO courses we talk about, it's speed of implementation, How fast you get it implemented is a sign of a fabulous entrepreneur. And then you perfect it from there. Don't be the one that wants, oh, we've got to plan this out and work the numbers and blah, 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 blah. Two years from now, it'll be implemented. And guess what? You'll mess it up then too. The quicker you get it implemented, the better. That's a surprise versus trumpeted reciprocity. And there are so, so many examples of how you can bring all that into an organization, any organization. Now, lastly today, I want to talk about the art of edification. Without the art of edification, the other two, the halo effect, reciprocity, very difficult for people to not only see value in what you're giving them, but also accomplish making sure that they view the entire whole. Remember, one part can mess up the entire whole with a halo effect. The art of edification really helps you accomplish having them psychologically believe in your entire organization. By believing in each part. Remember, the part leads to the whole. Edification, and this is, this is something that employees all over the place, but especially in healthcare, struggle so much with. Edification is to instruct someone in a way that enlightens them or uplifts them morally, spiritually, and or intellectually. And everything I'm talking about above, everything we're talking about today, is tied together with the ability of you and your employees to be able to edify your organization in a way that speaks the consumer language. And that is why five-star customer service is all about verbiage and presentation skills. That's all we're talking about here. It's not about what your postcards look or how you talked on the radio or your TV or your billboards. None of that helps with anything we're talking about today. And none of it helps crush your competition long-term. Like I said, could it have an immediate impact tomorrow and help you grow? Absolutely. Is this a little bit slower burn? Absolutely. But in the scheme of things, there's no outside marketing all combined together that remotely produces the return on investment that this type of stuff does. It doesn't come close for the ones that stick with it. Now, let me give you an example from an edification standpoint, and you can use this script and start using it immediately by the phones, okay? Regardless of the type doctor you are, you can tweak this, okay? 
Here's the problem, and you've heard me talk about it, and I use the phones as an example. I think sometimes people think that we're very phone-heavy as a company, and we do have a lot of training on the phones. But our training is just as much for every aspect and every position in the practice as it is the phones. But the phones are an easy thing for everybody to get. Okay, so that's why I always go to it as my example. Edification, remember I just talked about, is by speaking the consumer language. Consumers, people, patients do not value what you value. They don't share your expertise like we talked about. They don't care about what you care about. They're looking for an entirely different thing than what 99.9% of most people within the healthcare environment offer. Because you guys value something very differently than your patients do. All right, And I'm going to give you an example. A little while back, when I spoke at the Invisalign Summit, this was an exact example I gave. And it's even something what I talked about already today in this podcast. Here's a common question receptionists get. What does the first appointment look like? What should I expect? And here's the answer. And your receptionist does this too, by the way. If you're driving in your car working out right now, listening to this, this is not something that excludes you. This absolutely includes you. This is what your receptionist does. We've tested hundreds upon hundreds of mystery calls on this exact question. And almost to a T, the response from every type of practice is this. Well, we'll get you in here. Uh, You're going to fill out some paperwork. You'll get that completed. We'll take some photos and x-rays. You'll spend some time with the doctor and blah, 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 blah. That's what the caller's thinking. They're thinking that for many reasons. One, they're thinking it because the three practices they called prior to you said the exact same thing. Therefore, you just added zero additional value proposition to why I should choose you. That's one. Two, halo effect. Oh God, this practice is the same as everybody else. Boring. And that's what they think about your entire organization. Reciprocity didn't achieve in it because you didn't add any value up front. There's no value I'm taking from that response. Even though it's a true statement, that's what I'm going to get at my appointment. No value. And the other parts about it is, is again, it's talking about x-ray machines, which you guys value inside the practice and as you should. But remember, you're selling to people that have no expertise in what you have expertise in. Therefore, they don't value it because they don't understand it the way you do. So when they hear x-ray machines, they see, remember, the mind works in images like we've talked about, psychology of the domino effect. They see, boop, this little cartoon image. Imagine This little cartoon with radiation coming out the side of the guy's head or girl's head. That's what they think. Paperwork. Oh, God, I'm going to sit in the waiting room, fill out paperwork. 20 minutes goes by. Finally, they'll call me. That's what they're thinking. See, here's what your receptionist, if you want to accomplish the halo effect, the art of reciprocity, by using the art of edification, here's how, what does the first appointment look like should go. Well, I am so glad you asked. That is a fabulous question. And I want you to know that you are going to be treated like an absolute rock star here at this organization. We work hard. We train hard to make sure the experience is exceptional here. You're going to be greeted by Nancy. Man, let me tell you about Nancy. She's worked here about 15 years. And I am telling you what, she is awesome, man. She blows people away. She is amazing at getting things affordable. She is just the best. You're going to love her. We're going to show you around, get you comfortable with our state-of-the-art technologies. we got this cool thing. It's called the iTero. It's going to show you a rough draft of your smile at the end of treatment. You're going to be blown away when you see it. You're going to meet the doctor for a little bit. She is amazing. Such a good family person, but also just the coolest boss I've ever worked for. All right. You're going to be blown away. Come on in here. We even got things set up to respect your time so you can get started day one. Let's Let's get going. We have a Tuesday or Thursday. Which works better for you? See, that you just spoke the consumer language to the art of edification. And it's not hard. However, it's hard because everything I just said is so abnormal to come out of a receptionist in healthcare's mouth, you cannot even believe it. It's backwards on how everything is spoken about within the practice environment. So therefore, they see, remember, this, like the last one of the last shows we did, 
they see the spotlight effect come into play because this is so different than how they've done it. The brain views it as scary, unnecessary, painful, and they go, oh, not going to do it. See, you've got to learn how to gain their trust by speaking the consumer language. And all of this goes into five-star customer service, hundreds of psychology terms, hundreds of things that occur every single day in your practice all relate to five-star customer service and you thinking differently. And it's all about the psychology of customer service that will crush your competition because they are not experts at these things. Let them give the new patient gift at the end of treatment. You do it up front. Let their receptionist speak the healthcare language instead of the consumer language. You do the consumer language. And the beauty of everything we talked about today is it's this minuscule, tiny, tiny speck on the five-star customer service table to where if you put it all together, that's where people can't keep up. But you have to change your mindset and focus on the right things in order for it to happen. And that is everything that we're talking about today. Be brilliant internally. Be brilliant with your digital with your digital presence. Combine those two brilliant factors into the most amazing experience that you can think of and do it by training your people and do it by hiring consumer experts on your digital presence. Has to happen. When you combine those two, people can't compete with you. And there's never been a time ever in healthcare with what I'm saying rings more true and that you must take it to heart. Because the more competition that occurs out there, the more practices that open, you aren't going to compete by being the cheapest. You aren't going to win by doing outside advertising. And I'm not telling you never to do outside advertising. It can be a compliment to your growth, but this has got to be your focus on growth. And together we can make five-star customer service the way of the world for your operation and for your organization. I appreciate you guys listening. We have some great guests coming up on some future podcasts. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye.